Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So, what do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hello, and welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Alongside with me is my co-host, my sister from another mister, Shay Kilmer. That's me. (laughs) Hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like a fat man loves that cake, (laughs) then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others we'll mention at the end of the show. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. All right. So today's topic is going to be more on the relationshipy side, which is okay. I don't have any problems ever talking about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's probably going to be one that a lot of you out there can relate to because you either went through it or you're thinking about going through it or you're smack dab in the middle of it right now. And that's deciding whether or not you should move in together with your significant other. Right. So you all know ahead of time, I'm obviously going to be for it and John the Cynic is going to be against it. Well, I can't say I'm necessarily against it. I will Mm -hmm. say that uh, aside from my sex and dating expertise from doing this for a long time, personally, I have no experience in it. So I can't speak. (laughs) I can't speak from an area (laughs) of personal reference because I've never lived with a significant other. Well, okay. so if that's the case, what is your general idea about moving in together? What do you think of it? I think moving in with each other, it could be a make or break moment for your relationship. Either, Which it's good. It's good to challenge the relationship. Well, it's either going to be like this is what's going to solidify our being together forever or it can destroy your relationship. There's not a lot of gray area in the middle there. Either it takes you to the next level and you stay there or it knocks you down and destroys your relationship. Well, yeah, I think it also depends on why you're moving in because I've actually had two boyfriends living with me at the same time. (laughs) No. Oh, I thought there was going to be a great story in there somewhere. (laughs) Definitely not. Obviously, because they're not living with me anymore. So it (laughs) would not be a great story anyways. So like I said, I think it depends on the why. Are you doing it because other people are pressuring you or even your significant others pressuring you or you feel like you have to? Are you doing it to save money and have convenience or are you actually doing it to be together? Right. I mean, like I said, it's going to make or break your relationship. So I guess it can be a good test before your marriage. You know, a lot of people, especially in the old fashioned traditional way, 
people wouldn't move in together until they actually got married. And then I got to think some of those people after they moved in together, after they got married, had been like, what did I just get myself into when they discover those little idiosyncrasies? Right. Especially when you're younger, too. Back in the day, it was getting married by like 2021 and having multiple kids by like 25. And honestly, the times have changed. People are waiting now. Like the women and men's age have both increased. I think what I saw was by at least five years from when they were getting married before. And what they're doing instead is seeing how they cohabitate together. For sure. And I think... If you're into the whole marriage thing, I think you have to do a trial run and and move in together uh, so you can see it's a good dry run on how the rest of your lives are going to be. Right. And I think if you're doing it because your significant other is going to is pressuring you or pressure from like your parents being like, why didn't you guys move in yet? Or you feel like you have to. That is never going to work because you're going to start regret things. You're going to have resentment towards those people and worst case your partner and you don't want to have those obviously because you supposedly love this person so i think first and foremost if you are feeling pressure to that is probably the worst case to move into someone's house or move in with someone Right. You know, I, you've heard me say it a bunch of times. You know, I think a lot more relationships and marriages would probably survive if they lived in separate locations. <laughs> you, you know, you, that's like missing the point. <laughs> it's, it's a good idea to have like separate rooms or a room that's just yours that you can vent in and like relax in by yourself. But like overall, you're married (laughs) so why can't you i mean you could totally respect the marriage and do everything married people do spend time together love each other cuddle on the couch have date nights and then at the end of the night you're like okay i'll see you tomorrow and you go to your place she goes to hers i feel like with married couples they normally want to sleep together (laughs) they normally want to be in the same bed when they're sleeping yes i get it when you're older and stuff like gray and like you have your own ailments and the other person's farting too much because they can't control their bowels or whatever sure i get it but like i feel like that's a big part of marriage is sleeping together okay well maybe I have a hard time sleeping in the bed with anybody. You know, if they start moving, I feel it. If they are snoring. Or Don't you have like dogs? That. I do have dogs, but they're they're different. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they're not different dog. My dog is worse than a human. <laughs> so uh, back on track. Also, like I said before, if you are trying to move in because it's just convenient for you. Like, yes, that can be a plus if you've. You're doing it to be together, but if you're literally only doing it to either save money or for the convenience, it's not going to be a good outcome because you have to have the want to be with that other person because it's going to be consistent. You're going to see them every single day when you come home. <laughs> yeah. And the biggest thing about the money is that you have to make sure there's no financial secrets between you guys because it will come out. Oh, absolutely. You need to know what the what your partner's finances are before you get into living together and definitely marriage because their financial problems will soon turn into your financial problems. Exactly. But if you guys are doing it, if you are talking about it and you're both comfortable with it and decide like, okay, we think that moving in together is a good idea, then great. Awesome. Make sure that you guys have taken a trip with each other. 
so you know how you guys are. Make sure you've spent a good chunk of time consistently within a few days span together so that you know what it's like, what their tics are, what their habits are. So you're not caught off guard because you may hate it how they chew their food. You may hate it because they throw their underwear right next to the laundry basket, even though the laundry basket is literally two feet away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, and those are great points. I think when people move in together for the wrong reasons, it's usually caused by either hormones or lack of trust (laughs) and a whole lot of ignorance. With the lack of hormones part, it could be that either you or your partner live with your parents and you can't have sex on a regular basis like you normally would because the parents are home or something like that. Even like older people, I don't mean like teenagers, I mean people in their 20s, you know, they people are still living at home a lot later. Yeah, because it's expensive to live on your own. Don't I know it? Oh, it's gotten so much worse too. So if you don't have any privacy, they're like, let's get our own place together and then we can have sex whenever we want and their hormones are is doing the thinking for them. With the lack of trust, if you have a partner that wants to move in with you just to keep an eye on you because they think you're cheating, not only should you not move in together, you probably shouldn't even be together. Oh, I agree on that. You obviously have to have trust if you're going to move in together because all your dirty laundry will be aired out speaking practically and literally and figuratively. (laughs) They will know everything, guys. So if there is no trust and you're hiding stuff, that's not going to go on for very long. If you don't ignore relationship problems and you attack it right head on, right then and there when things are going on and you get through it and when you can communicate effectively and like I said, you've been together for a good chunk of time and you've taken a trip and you both agree that this should be the time to possibly start moving in, I got some tips for you. Are you ready, John? (laughs) Sure, let's hear them. I feel like you're not ready for this. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. So first and foremost, before you move, analyze the belongings that both you and your partner have. And be careful because you don't want to throw out anything of theirs that's important or has value to them because you're going to get a fight right then and there. Oh, you say that like it could happen by accident. It happens on purpose where usually it's the guy has that she can't stand and he doesn't want to get rid of it so when he's at work or he's out with his buddies or something like that the thing mysteriously ends up at the bottom of the dumpster that's to happen when you guys are already married because then his things are your things and you have rights to it but if it's his girls maybe you just get it's it's if let him keep like one or two things that he thinks is just the most amazing thing in the world what do you mean, let him keep? What? what? <laughs> See, oh boy, it's, it's a big mystery why I'm against marriage. Communicate, guys. Compromise. Like because if, now you have to ask for permission to keep your own stuff. Not to ask for permission, but you guys communicate. Like, Also, don't have those fights over the little things. At least try to communicate. Compromise. That's the big thing about relationships. Communication, compromise. I think there's another one. I think it's called the three C's. I don't know the other one right now. Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> so make analyze your belongings. Make sure you get rid of the things that aren't necessary, that are just going to take up space. Make the decision whether you're going to be moving into their place, into your place, or are you going to be looking together? Yeah, that can cause a bigger fight than you think it would, especially if you lived in your place with a different significant other and it didn't work out and they moved out. 
your new significant other's like, I don't want to live in that place that you shared with that bitch. I mean. I want a whole new place that's ours. Nothing that has the remnants of her or any memories left in that place of her. Um, You sound scorned. Okay. <laughs> Not me. I, I never <laughs> lived with anybody. So I. I just think that it's nice to have a fresh start. Yes. If that's all you're thinking about is that there was somebody else in that apartment that you guys have other issues within the relationship because obviously you've been to their place, you've slept at their place and you were able to do that without starting a fight. So I don't know, but it is nice to have the idea of starting fresh to have a place that's yours together, that you make memories together. So I get, I get both sides, I guess. But if you come at it like you did, it makes me sick. Ugh, you're ridiculous. Anyways, so after you decide where you're moving, whether it's yours, theirs, or some new place, always, 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 before you actually move, talk about finances. And you don't want to fight about money after you've already moved in because you guys have to have a plan. And that's important because the number one killer of relationships, whether it's marriages or serious relationships, is money. That is the number one cause of divorce. The number two cause is sex, lack of or cheating or whatever. But finances, it's always the first cause of fights and divorce. Yes. So make sure you guys have a good understanding of what your income is. Make sure you have a plan for who's going to pay what. So is one person taking care of the rent and the other person taking care of utilities? Are you guys splitting the rent and splitting utilities? Make sure you have a plan. Yeah, because you could have dated this person for three years maybe, you know, and lived in your separate places. It's possible that not one single time did you guys ever talk about money. It's just not something that it's people are comfortable talking about. There was no reason for you to talk about it. But now that you're living together, money is going to come up almost every single day. So you better be prepared for that. Right. Keep in mind that fair is not always equal. So let's say Baba Joe is making $100,000, but Clarabelle is only making 30000 Where did you come up with these names? Are we in like <laughs> South Alabama? I have no idea. But anyways, so it's not fair to make Clarabelle pay the exact same amount. Like if they're splitting rent half and half, that's not fair because obviously Bobby Joe is going to be having better means to be paying that amount. So if they were going to split it, do a percentage. Be like, all right, I will pay whatever percentage because let's say 30000 is basically like a third of 100000 So have Clarabelle pay for a third rather than half. <laughs> Bottom line is get your finances figured out before you decide to live together because if it is the number one killer of relationships, it is going to kill your relationship. Have fun moving out. Wow. And enter the cynic. Yeah. If you you haven't noticed by now, Shay is kind of giving you the tips of how to make it work once you guys move in together. My perspective is more of giving you the warnings of if this is what you're going to do, then these are the things that can end up killing it for you. That's that's what I'm trying to relay to you. Is that surprising? Not at all. <laughs> well, you know, a big reason why I think a lot of people decide to take the plunge earlier than they should is because of like societal expectations. Society tells them 
this is what they're supposed to do. This is the way life is, is you find a girlfriend and then you make it official that you're serious and then you move in together and then you get married. And I think a lot of pressure from society, from your family, from your friends, especially women, they sometimes compete with each other where no woman wants to see her girlfriend be happier or progressing in their relationship faster than than, than you. So, And guys... I will 100% admit that I was one of those girls that was super jealous of my friend who was always talking, oh, this is so great and we're so in love and blah, 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 blah. And I would always compare my relationship to theirs, which you shouldn't do. You are not them. And I learned that the hard way, which it's hysterical because both of us are not in those relationships anymore. So it doesn't matter the pace because you guys are two different people, you're a different couple, and it could obviously end up still in the garbage, no matter which direction it's going. Right. And Shay also mentioned earlier that some people try living together because they think it's going to fix any kind of problems that they have. And I'm here to tell you, that's a recipe for disaster. That's the same thing of thinking like a kid's going to fix the problems. Like, oh, he's not going to cheat anymore because I'm the baby mama. No, I promise you he'll still cheat on you. Yeah. And you'll probably be a single mom. Right. Living together makes things harder, not easier. So moving in together to fix your problems, it's like trying to get rid of your headache by chopping your head off. (laughs) Yeah, it'll take care of your headache, but that's probably not the way to go. It'll honestly just amplify the problems that you think that are happening. You think that they're bad now. I promise you, they'll get worse. Right. Moving in together to try to fix your problems is really maybe just the nudge your relationship needs to push you over the edge. (laughs) It's going to have the opposite effect you're looking for. So Shay mentioned this too. It's This is a big thing. This could cause a lot of fights. You got to remember that people have different definitions of what clean means. You might think your place is clean, And she may think it's a pigsty and therein lies the problem. Somebody better get ready to compromise because it's going to cause fights. Well, like I said earlier, yes, 100%. You guys have to compromise. You have to come up with a plan. But the biggest thing is that it's our problem. It's for us to work on. Because when you just start pointing the finger like you do this, you do that, blah, blah, blah. That's just going to cause a downfall because the other person's going to feel attacked and go on the defense. Right. Because remember, when you live alone, you have your way. When she lives alone, she has her way. Now, when you guys move in together, it ain't going to work with your way and her way separate. You got to figure out our way. And sometimes stubborn people like me. Hence why he's don't single like and change. does not have any women living with him. <laughs> she says it like it's a bad thing. Oh, she's so cute. But all those little things will get on your nerves. You believe that your way that you do things is the right way. Um, Anything from the laundry to the finances, all the stuff that we talked about, you're going to have to figure out a way to compromise. I I remember that him using one of the C's. Well, just because, (laughs) you know, I could preach what I don't practice. (laughs) It reminds me of a time where now I never lived with anybody, but. There was a girl that I was dating and there was a couple times, it's, it's a little, I admit, it's a little pet peeve thing, but it's, it's my thing. This is the way I was. We would cook here at my place and when we would have like aluminum foil left over, 
I'm a big recycler. I recycle everything. She would throw the aluminum foil in the garbage. And I made like a smart ass comment like, hey, what? Don't you recycle? You're killing the planet. You know, just as like a joke. And she's like, no, I always throw it away. And I know she would throw like her pop cans away and the plastic water bottles away. And it was like a couple different times when we were hanging out. To the point where it turned, it literally turned me off. It was probably one of the reasons why I stopped dating her. So if you have those little quirks, there's no way you could end up living together without one or the other changing those views. Or you could have just asked her, hey, can you please recycle? Well, I did through in a joking way. But know, she probably thought you were I joking. I actually took it. She saw me take it out of the garbage and put it in the recycle bin. And then the very next time we hung out, she was doing it again. And okay, I don't, but that's a in a habit. way, if you right, want. it's a habit. You're right. I don't blame her. That's her way. That's the problem here. Now, imagine having this conversation with somebody that you moved in with and she would give me the excuse, but that's the way I am. And then I would say, but this is the way I am. Okay, Somebody's got to give. Right. So if you have a valid reason, like, hey, this is helping the planet. How about we do it this way? Because what's her argument going to be? This is just the way I did it. Okay, well, we can change habits. It's a learned habit. So just actively be aware of it. And then it'll, over time, change. Right. In a perfect world, that's what her response would be. But what if it's, you don't own me. My dad doesn't even tell me what to do. You ain't going to tell me what to do. If I want to throw the goddamn aluminum foil away, I'm going to do it. Uh-huh. Well, that's probably not the person for you. So. Right. But that's not what she did. Right. So. No, I know. I was just using it as an example of the little quirks that can actually cause big problems. Uh-huh. That's also where compromise comes in. <laughs> so if you're going to be moving in, just know that you're going to be compromising a lot. All right. Now, here's something you can't compromise. This is something that your partner can't change. Now, remember, with human beings, when you see them on dates all dressed, all pretty, and they smell nice, and they have great mannerisms when they're out with you because they're trying to put their best foot forward, when you move in together, you have to see all the imperfect nastiness that comes with them where they live, like the dirty clothes, like they stink sometimes. They have to fart eventually, <laughs> and... What's worse is, especially if you only have one bathroom, is sooner or later, you're going to catch the bathroom stank. Now, I'm not trying to be disgusted or anything like that, but I got to tell you, and I'm one of them, guys have this fantasy built up in their mind that women don't do those things. Obviously, they know they do those things, but they, they have that sort of mental blocked from their mind. They think that women poop aromatic rainbows. You know, that's going to be over once you move in. Sooner or later, you're going to hear the other fart <laughs> or worse yet, you need to go to the bathroom after they used it and you may run into a wall of stank that you weren't anticipating. Okay, right off the bat, y'all just need, if you think women just poop out glitter and sparkles <laughs> and unicorns, you need to get over that. No, you they do. La, 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 la. Women poop and fart and all that jazz. So oh, I think I'm just throw like. Up. I'm going to throw up. Just like periods, women get them. So uh, you need to get over that part. If And if you are still like, oh, no, no way. You definitely should not move in together or with a woman in general. Just like why John's not with a woman. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're if you're ready to face those realities, then, hey, more power to you. If you like to have the beautiful 
feminine image of women without those what you would perceive as imperfections then probably moving in with them is not we are for you. not in a movie <laughs> like if you're dating someone and you love them you love them for everything and you shouldn't be moving in unless you some love someone i agree that's why i'm giving the warnings that if that's something you're gonna have a problem with then you got to either learn you have to change to learn to accept it or you probably shouldn't move in with her. Or become a monk because girls aren't going <laughs> to put up with that. <laughs> All right. So pooping habits aside, there's other things that you need to be warned about, like who's in charge. I've had this debate like crazy. And of course, the textbook answer, if you have a man and woman, especially a married couple or whatever, sitting next to each other, they would always answer, oh, we make decisions evenly 50-50, but life doesn't work that way. There's always somebody who's in charge, even if it's ever so slightly where one is more dominant than the other, but that's just the way humanity is. Somebody is going to be in charge. I wouldn't necessarily say it's in charge, but if there's one person who is the planner in the relationship and the other person isn't, obviously the planner person is going to have to take over the daily schedules or the weekly schedules so that somebody knows what's going on. Right. And and usually sometimes that just happens by default. You could be out with a couple, whether they're married or, you know, serious relationship, and you could just tell by interacting with them, you know who wears the pants, you know, just by how they're dealing with you. That kind of takes care of itself by default. But if you have two people who are exactly the same that way, where they're in charge of every aspect of their life, and now these two people are living together, somebody is going to have to relinquish control, even if it's just a little bit. I don't know if it's control, though. It's like if they are that much in control of their own lives, then great. They have their power and their schedule set. Normally, that's called a power couple because they're both in charge of their own lives and they've intertwined their lives together so they'll be like hey this is my schedule what's your schedule okay that's your schedule this is my schedule let's see what day we can do a date blah 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 it's it's not about control it's bringing your lives together yeah but at some point situation is going to come up that major decision has to be made or you know that's why you communicate right i agree with everything you're saying i'm just saying people these are the compromises that you are going to have to make when you decide to move in together, so many people see the glorious side of living together, the romantic side of it, and they don't see all these realities. And it's my job as a humanitarian to have to relay these perils to people so they can be prepared for it. But it's also going to be like, okay, I'm going to be in charge of what our day weekly kind of stuff is because I know all of everyone's schedules where he would be in control of finding out what's going on with the plumbing, the whatever, just because I have no idea about that. So I don't think it's people in control. It's just depending on the situation and what needs to get done. Yeah. You know, with me being a firefighter my whole career, we work with mostly men. And so I hear a lot from these guys about their relationships. The most of them are married and I'm shocked to hear how much that their only responsibility is really to go to work and make money. And the wife makes all the other major decisions oh, in the yeah. relationship, finances, even like you said, the plumbing issue, whatever. She's the one who calls the plumber, sure. you know, unless he I can mean, fix if, it himself. But well, I, I was amazed at how many of them were totally fine. They actually feel content relinquishing control of all that stuff, whether you want to call it responsibilities, control whatever to their wives 
Yeah. And it, I mean, it depends if that's what you guys agreed upon. It's like, all right, you're the breadwinner. I will take care of everything else. Okay. But that doesn't mean that the person who's the breadwinner has con- quote unquote control or the person that's making the decisions at home it has control because they're both doing their part. As long as each person is doing their part and the other person is, isn't expecting more then there. I mean, there obviously will be problems, but as long as you have that communication of who's doing what and when, and there's no other problems, like I need him to do the dishes when he gets home once in a while or something like that, then you guys are good. It's not about control. It's about who's taking care of what situation. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll buy that. But just know that I stand by the phrase that there's no such thing as 50-50. It doesn't work that way. There's always got to be somebody who, even if it's ever so slightly, they're the dominant one. It's, it's that way with every species on earth, human beings included. So the biggest warning that I can give you guys is say goodbye to your privacy. <laughs> I will agree on Having that. Having a man cave or a she shed, it's not enough. That, that little escape room that you can go to, that's not enough. You need a place. How would you know? You've never lived with anyone. Right. But I know that I love my privacy because I have it now. And I shudder at the thought of even losing a little bit of it. I can do whatever I want. I can watch porn right at the kitchen table on my laptop if that's what I want to do. You can't really do that. You have to change things. If I watch porn on my kitchen table every single day of my life and suddenly somebody moved in and I can't do that anymore, that's something. Who knows? Maybe she'll join you. Maybe she will. I don't know, but that's a game. Maybe then you don't have to watch porn and you just have the real thing in front of you. Maybe I don't want to watch porn with her. Maybe that's something intimate that I want to do with myself. Maybe I want to. Sure. If I lived with a a woman or was even married. Yeah. You you think, hey, I can get sex whenever I want. But sometimes I still want to jerk off. Even if even if I'm getting enough sex, jerking off is something intimate that you just want to kind of do yourself. And I want to do it the way I want to do it and where I want to do it. And I don't want to have to worry about, is she going to walk in on me? What's she going to think if I am jerking off that she's not pleasing me? And why do you have to jerk off? And what are you jerking off to? Are you watching porn? What are you? It's just. If you ever do get married, you're going to have a very patient wife. (laughs) She's going to need to be like freaking. She's going to have to be like Mother Teresa. Oh, come on. No, I'm all I'm saying is all these things are fixable and adjustable. You just have to be willing to fix them and adjust them. And if you don't like the sound of that, then you probably shouldn't move in with somebody. Agreed. Like I said, it's compromise. (laughs) Now, if any of these warnings didn't scare you away, I can also give a couple tips like Shay just did. I agree with all the ones that she gave. Here's one, though. And I tell this to everybody because whether they're friends or strangers, just because of doing the sex and dating thing for so many years, people just come to me for venting of their problems. And one tip that I always give everybody is always go on dates. Even always. If, yeah. If you're married, Even, yeah, married in a serious relationship, you have to go on dates. You dates. have to make time for each other, no matter how busy life gets, no matter about the kids. I mean, obviously you care about the kids, but you have to have one-on-one time together, no matter what's going on. If you have to set a specific date saying, do not plan anything on this day. I don't care what's going on. We are going on a date this day, at least once a month. 
at the minimum. Yeah, I would have said like once a week. I know that can be hectic and you have to get babysitters if you have kids and stuff. But just think back. I'm asking all of you right now, look up in the sky and close your eyes and think back to when you went on your first couple dates with your partner, how exciting and Mm -hmm. exhilarating it was and, you know, all that stuff. Think about that and then that will disappear once you move in together because one may use the excuse, well, we're around each other all day. Why do we got to go out? We're, we could stay in and watch TV. And, and no, you no, know no, what? because you have to get back to that place that you were you when you were excited to yeah, do social playful. things with your, right, right. So in order to keep it fresh and to keep you back to that early days of your relationship, Gotta you have to go spark. on dates. Wow, you see, she like emphatically agreed with me. That almost never happens. You always have to keep the spark. Agreed. All right, another one is make sure you stay you. Make sure you stay yourself. The person that you were before you moved in with your significant other, stay that same person. Yeah, you do have to change some things to adjust in order to cohabitate with another person. You would have to do that with even a platonic roommate you would have to adjust you know to cohabitate that's not what i mean i mean stay the same person you are don't morph into this thing that everybody now identifies you as a couple and that's what your identity turns into kind of like remember when ben affleck was with jennifer lopez and they just called him benifer it was like if don't turn into that where one is always identified with the other stay true to who you are And lastly, don't be pressured into getting married just because you're living together. Don't let anybody pressure you into it. Society, your family, or even your partner. All right? Don't get pressured into getting married. What's the hurry? You're already living together. You, You are together. Why can't you just be together? While I'm not a big marriage fan, I understand that why people get married. I know it. But more importantly is at least you're together. So... Don't be hurried into it until you know it's right. Not when other people tell you it's right, until you know it's right. You know, you wonder how many marriages out there were pressured from outside forces, like especially their family, the the guilt trip you get from your mother. She wants to see you married with grandchildren before she dies. No, no, no. Don't fall for any of that stuff. Is do it when you know it's right. You're living together already. When I talk to a lot of my married friends and you ask them, so how is it being married? They say, ah, we were already living together, so it kind of feels the same. Hey, great. If that's true, then you shouldn't be hurried into getting married. Right, because the last thing you want for your relationship is to have resentment. Sooner or later, that resentment may have been caused by outside forces like your family or whatever, but... It's going to turn into your partner's problem. You are going to direct that resentment towards them because you're like, I'm in this mess because of you. Yep, it's your fault. You did this to me. Don't be that guy. So I think that we covered all the bases. If any of you were on the fence about moving in together, I hope that anything me and Shay told you leans you towards falling on one side of the fence. And that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram under the username The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five star rating. Cinco, no cuatro. And I'm your co host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at Truly Shay, T R U L W Y 
S-H-A-Y. And if you have any questions, concerns, or topic ideas, you can send them our way. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions and topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim. And make sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Believe Network, like the LMU Podcast, where host Jesse Cass gives all the ins and outs of Loyola Marymount Los Angeles basketball for all you LMU fans. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get yourself some sex and advertise with us. You've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.